Hello, friends. Welcome to the Wild at Heart podcast here in the last installment of 2021. John Eldridge here with you this week. And if you look down at the time code and you said, oh, wow, this is a shorter one, there's a reason behind that. And the reason is contained here in the podcast. We are in the week between Christmas and New Year's. But this is a season, the next two weeks in the church calendar, historically have been called Christmas Tide. From here, wherever you're picking this up, to January 6th, the Feast of Epiphany, which celebrates the arrival of the Magi and the bringing of the guests to Christ. And the purpose of that is so brilliant because there's something in human nature and particularly in the hour that we're living in, that just wants to rush on now. I love the brilliance of the church down through the centuries establishing the Christian calendar and establishing Christmas tide because there's something in human nature, and there is certainly something built into the mechanism of what we would call the world that just wants to sweep all that behind us now and get us rushing into, you know, back to work, back to plans. Okay, let's start scheduling, you know, the new year out. And God is saying, wait, wait, pause, take a breath. We are still in Christmas tide. This story that we are rehearsing has critical components yet to it. On December 28th, for example, is the Feast of the Holy Innocents, the remembrance of Herod's order for the execution of all of the young boys around Bethlehem when he learns that the Magi had tricked him and had not come back to him to report where they found Christ. He was furious, and you see the desperate nature of the evil one himself, who knows something about this child, but he doesn't know everything. And so this rush to try and extinguish the invasion of the kingdom of God, which began with that first cry of the breath of Jesus in Bethlehem a few nights ago. 28th, we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Innocents. We remember the sobriety of the story that we're living in. And then on into January 6th, the Feast of Epiphany. And what I'm loving about this is pause, gang. Take a breath. The reason that this podcast is shorter than most is because I want to encourage you to simply use this time, this quiet lull before hopes, dreams, plans, calendars for the new year, programs, diets, exercise, gym memberships, you know, all that stuff we, we rush into in the new year. Before all that, we pause and we take a breath and we use this time for a couple of really good soulful things. We look back on the year, your personal year. Look back on the year and reflect first with gratitude. Look back. Where did you experience the goodness of God this past year? 
Now, I realize every year for every person is a mixed bag, but where did you experience the goodness of God? Where did you see prayers answered? The thievery of the pace of this insane hour is that it robs us of our Ebenezers, our stones of remembrance. We we forget so quickly that God did come through. He did answer that prayer back in June. There was that beautiful gift in September. There was that word from him all the way back in February. God has spoken, moved, blessed. And it is so good for your heart and soul. This is what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to reflect back with gratitude and thank God for all of the ways, large and small, that he came through in this last year. Now, part two of looking back is to grieve or to mourn or simply at least to acknowledge the hard things as well, because it is a mixed bag and it's been a hard year for the planet, certainly for humanity. We continue to live in that shaken snow globe that I was talking about last week in the Christmas podcast. And as much as we simply want to get past hard things, I just want to I just want to put that behind me. I don't want to think about that anymore. That actually isn't healthy for the human heart and soul. There is a need to look back and name things. Just name them. Wow, that was really disappointing. Wow, that was that was really surprising. That came out of the blue. Wow, it's been a long time since. You just name these things as you reflect back. You reflect in gratitude, but you also reflect back with a sense of honor, mourning, even grief if it's needed over the hard things of the year. And this allows your heart not to stay stuck there but to move on with you into the new year. And mostly, I would say we look back for the key things that we have learned from God. I was flipping through my journal the other night looking for a prayer that I had written earlier in the year, and I was shocked as I was just thumbing through pages to recover these incredible gifts from God. You know, a podcast I heard, something I read in scripture, something someone said to me, a word that came in prayer, looking back going, oh my gosh, these are treasures. And I've just, I've just rushed on. <laughs> there, was a, there was a childhood book that I had. And I, for some reason, I actually really enjoyed this story as a child. It was about a pack rat. His name was Put It Picket. It was a story of how a pack rat would run out and find a treasure um, and bring it back, but then he would completely forget it and run out the next day for the next treasure, which is what pack rats do. We found one in the upstairs of our cabin, and there was a screwdriver, there was a light bulb, there was all this bizarre stuff that he had collected in the cabin and brought up into his, his little nest there. We are like that. We get something wonderful, and then we completely forget and we just rush on to the next thing. And that horrible human condition of what have you done for me lately, God, we can address some of that if we'll use the pause, use this interlude 
here before rushing into the new year and resolutions and plans and all that. The beautiful thing is the human heart, the physical heart, it beats and then it rests. It beats and then it rests. For every beat, there is a rest. And God literally placed into the center of our physical experience a constant reminder that you need pauses. You need moments where you just stop and you don't plan the next thing and you don't pack up Christmas and you don't, you know, whatever it is that you're tempted to do. The world is still a troubled place and we must bring our hearts along in the journey, both with the gratitude and the grief and especially with hanging on to the things that God has said to us or taught us or that you you wrote down or you remember because someone said it and it was so meaningful. We collect these things and hang on to them for the strength of our hearts going into the new year. I want to reread a quote that we shared last week in the Christmas podcast because it it will help orient you as we move from Bethlehem through the massacre of the innocents, the flight to Egypt, the arrival of the Magi, and then the flight to Egypt. Anyhow, here's what Lewis said, the settled happiness and security, which we all desire, God withholds from us by the very nature of the world. But joy, pleasure, and merriment he has scattered broadcast. We are never fully safe, but we have plenty of fun and some ecstasy. It's not hard to see why. The security we crave would teach us to rest our hearts in this world and become an obstacle to our return to God. A few moments of happy love, a landscape, a symphony, a merry meeting with our friends, a bath or a football match have no such tendency. Our Father refreshes us on the journey with some pleasant inns, but will not encourage us to mistake them for home. And so in this pause here in Christmas tide, we look back at the inns. We look back at the moments of love, or the landscape, or the music, or the meeting with friends, we look back with gratitude and say, Father, thank you. You actually have, you have refreshed me this year. No, there isn't the settled, final, secure happiness. Not yet, but you have. And, Father, you know the heart of this year, and I just need to name it for my own soul. Some things I need to forgive and let go of. There are people I need to forgive. Some things I need to grieve. I need to just pause and just allow my heart to grieve. Wow, that was really hard. And Holy Spirit, help me to remember or locate in my journals or somehow recover with your help the things that God has said to me the truths that he has already spoken. We do this, we remember the ends, we remember the places 
of nourishment and rest so that we can move on in the journey once we turn the corner into next week. But I would, I would recommend don't rush ahead. Don't start living into 22 while you were still here in 21. My encouragement to you and the encouragement of the brevity of this podcast is embrace the in-between times. 